kind of just busy here for a second, Charlie, while we let some people join the stream. I want to welcome you here to our very first episode of In a Room. It just so happened that we talked about getting together, and we were on the verge of releasing a podcast, which we already have uh, 10 episodes in the can, so I figured no better way to get this started right now and uh, to have you as our first guest, which we we're going to have guests down the road, but uh, whenever the opportunity came up to sit down with you and speak with you about what's going on with you all and the Vandy's Botel. I was like, this is a perfect opportunity just to catch up and see what's going on. As whenever we cross paths, I'm always, I'm usually playing. You're busy managing every single thing. So we usually get you know a little conversation here and there. So it's kind of cool to actually have time to sit down with you, Charlie. How in the heck are you doing this evening? We're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for having us on uh, tonight. It's a privilege to be on. Uh, yeah, things have been going good. Like our saying is, life is good on the river, and it really has been good. Um, last nine years, we kind of fell in our own, and uh, we're enjoying life and making a lot of memories down on the river. So That's what I'm saying. Like you always say, life is good on the <laughs> river. And uh, I tell you, I, I can't wait to be there this uh, Sunday. It's going to be a complete blast like it always is. So you said you've been, uh, the Vandy's Motel has been going for nine years, you said? Yes, we opened in the fall of 2012. And okay. we, we had a few bands that year. Plus, my daughter got married that year on the patio. So kind of gave us a good test run then. And um, since then, we've been running 65 to 70 bands a summer uh, <laughs> down on the patio. So uh, something we really enjoy doing, we bring in a lot of new people. We're a destination mm -hmm. spot, so we get to meet a lot of people. And I, I can honestly say say that me and Nancy ourselves have made some great friends through, you know, the patio down there. I, I can easily see how that could happen. And, and like you said, the Vandy's Motel is a true destination spot. And uh, I'll tell you how wild. I'm sure you meet people from all over that come there. But for me, it was kind of wild. I was at the gym. Uh, I, I live down in Troy, Illinois now. I've been for now for about two, three years. And um, I go to the gym in Edwardsville, Illinois, at Planet Fitness. And there was a guy that had seen us play that we had just played there. I, I think I did like a solo acoustic thing there on this Sunday. And he's like, were you at a Vandy's Motel last weekend? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I thought I saw you up there. He's like, I, I, I told my wife, I see, I see that guy at the gym all the time. And he's like, yeah, we just hop on our bikes and head on up the road, and we go there all the time. Well, Scott, so, I, was thinking, uh, I was thinking earlier tonight that uh, yeah, it's kind of amazing because I think you was there uh, the first full season we had on the patio, mm -hmm. and I think you've yep. been there pretty much every year since. And you, there's only a handful of you that's been there, uh, uh, Spunky Bottom Girls, you know, Matt. And oh, yeah. And of course, the Dev and Clemens band. Um, pretty much, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone, but those are the bands that have been with us the whole period of time. So I thought that's kind of neat too that he is part of that. So yeah, it really is. And the Botel is always a big like we always look forward to anytime that's on the calendar. I always appreciate you getting a hold of us whenever you're booking the next season to be a part of that because it, it is a big deal to us to be able to come out there. And you guys are always fantastic i mean hospitality is amazing there all the staff you always have there is always nothing but kind and i mean as 
a guy running the business, that's all you can always ask and hope for. So they must, they seem like they really enjoy working there too. Yes, uh, we're very fortunate. Um, when we first got into this, me and my wife, Nancy, along with Eric Van Gundy, uh, it's back in 2007. And we went through a lot of um, different offices and stuff to get the permits to get this thing built. But when we was building it, Eric, he had this vision of the, what the Botel is going to look like. And we went to this lady over at Pissfield. We had been to architects, but they couldn't draw us what we wanted. And this um, lady over at Pissfield drawed out a picture, which is hanging inside between our front doors. That looks pretty much what the Botel looks like today. But Eric, uh, he kind of set the standard by being someplace elegant that, you know, you don't get the opportunity to go to very much. And I'm sure you remember growing up, um, Cansville Inn, the old hotel. Um, those are places when you was a kid, you was lucky if you went once a month, you know, or a couple times a year. So uh, we we try to um, set a high standard, not only for employees, but for our customers too. You know, we want to be the place you can go on a Saturday night or Sunday afternoon, enjoy good live music, and not have to worry about fights or you know total drunks or anything like that so uh we take a lot of pride in it and we're very fortunate to have such great staff that a lot of them been with us since day one so uh yeah we've seen a lot of familiar faces yeah i tell people one of the best stories i can tell is this girl started when she was 16 as a hostess we didn't know how she would do she progressed up to a waitress and now she helps us you know with their book works so, yeah it's hey. uh, it's great to see you know people grow along with you and uh, we have some great young kids right you know high school wanting jobs and um it's good to see them grow you know through the years and uh the way i look at it they're willing to get out and work nowadays they're gonna be good citizens you know when they get older so that's that's great. That I mean, just to show, like like you said, to see somebody that grows with you guys as you guys continue on in your journey, and uh, yeah, that's that's amazing to be going from you know basically just a, a start out job, and then next thing you know, I mean, you're building a career out of it. You know. Yes. I want to circle back uh, to one thing you just mentioned, and it was funny you yes. did. Uh, you mentioned Campsville Inn, which uh -huh. I don't I don't remember when the last year in business that was. Can't forget about um, the barefoot either. Well, yeah, the barefoot, yeah, it's a good, you're in a great place. <laughs> yeah. But the Campsville Inn, as a, as a kid, my grandparents used to take uh, me and my cousin there every once in a while. We'd go with them. And like you said, you're lucky if you got to go, you know, a lot of times. And it was a different experience. Yes. Yeah. Just along the river is a different experience. So oh, yeah. I tell people I wish I had a dime for every picture I've seen taken there. And, you know, people come for dinners, families come together, you know, there are a lot of pictures taken there, and a lot of memories made there. So. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful area there. Uh, like you said, and you said your daughter's wedding was there in your guys' first year of operation. And that's an excellent, like, would be an excellent place to get married, especially in a beautiful day. And, and the view, like I tell people, they're like, so you're really playing like 
by the river. I'm like, yeah, like I could literally probably run 20 yards and be standing in it. So <laughs> or well, this week, this weekend, Scott, it sounds like it probably be, oh, maybe four foot off the patio. So yeah, you'd be able to put your toes in if you wanted to. Uh, I'll wear my flip flops. While we're talking about the patio, we can talk about my daughter getting married. It kind of brings to me about, I actually met a couple, the corn cob burn, the big round thing sits out by the patio. Everyone wants yes, to know what it yes. is. Uh, well, back in the olden days, there's an elevator there, and that's what they burnt the corn cobs in. Well, they tore down the elevator and built the first motel, and they had a swinging bridge from the motel that went to the cob burner and they had an upstairs and downstairs apartment and we actually met a person that honeymooned in it which i thought that's pretty interesting too but there again inside the upstairs there's a picture of the old motel with the swinging bridge to the cob burner so i always think that's a pretty interesting story about the motel too so i never knew that so i'm not gonna lie uh what is a cob burner Explain well, back in, the old, uh, back in the old days, they, all the corn came, they picked all the corn. Well, they brought it to the elevator and they shelled the corn off the cob and they burnt the cobs because there wasn't nothing else to do with them. You know, some people <laughs> would get some to like start fires with and stuff like that. But that's what the old cob burners use for. Huh, okay. So, that makes sense. I, so I'm going to write that down if I ever... Uh, start growing any corn in my backyard i might need to get a cob burner <laughs> now one <laughs> more interesting place. one more interesting fact i got to get in here before we get back to the patio um if you ever go inside the hotel upstairs the dining room um look at the mirror on the wall from one side of the fireplace and it looks like the steamboats are coming at you then when you walk to the other side of the fireplace it still looks like it's coming at you. Really? So it's kind of it's kind of amazing. Uh, the, actually, the guy that painted um, passed away a few years ago, but uh, very talented artist. So it's uh, it's kind of part of our landmark there now, you know, because two steamboats racing down the river in the old days, people holding lanterns on the shore, and it's very detailed when you look at it. So. You know, I, I've never, now you say that, I've seen them there, but I never actually did the perspective look and pay, yeah. like, you know, focus on it. So I, if you see me, if I'm, if you don't see me for five minutes after you set up, that's, that's what I'm doing. Well, you know, the old hotel had a lot of old uh, decoration, you know, river decorations. It, uh, we have a lot of that, not the decoration, but we got a lot of news articles that are framed and stuff for, that tells a lot of the history about the old hotel and about our, you know, venture too. Also on our website, evandysbotel.com, we have a history page, which tells a great de deal of detail about the history of Naples. So um, very interesting. People don't know that one time Naples was bigger than the city of Chicago. It had five five churches and I think three brothels in town. So, and I think Grant crossed the river somewhere along there. So a lot of history, you know, down there. So I to visit one of the churches, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
That's awesome. Yeah, the, the, the like you said, the history of the Botel itself, just the yeah. area, has a lot that uh, people that just say if you're going there for a show and, and you've never been to Naples, never even heard of it, and you come over there, you, like there's a lot of stuff that's gone down there. And just the history of your site alone could be a book. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been, I think we got four of the top 10 floods in history since we've been open. So we got our watermarks downstairs on the pole. So that's pretty interesting to, you know, us. Uh, Mother Nature can be unkind sometimes. However, you keep plugging along and things work out. And uh, we've been yeah. very blessed, you know, down there. Uh, sometimes you scratch your head when it's, you're moving the furniture out because flooding, but uh, we have been very blessed overall down there. Yeah. I want to say real quick, and you guys tuned in live here, if you guys have any questions for us, go ahead and fire them up in the chat, and I'll keep an eye on that. And uh, Charlie, as far as you talk about the uh, top 10 floods and whatnot in the area, do you keep a close eye on the water, or is it just kind of just wait and see? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, when it gets, starts getting up like now, you know, there's a river charts you can look at, got the predictions. And like I said, based on prediction, you know, I think it's supposed to get up near 14-something at Valley City, about 18, 18 and a half when it starts getting on our patio. So, and the upstairs, we can stay open usually pretty close to 20 feet, and then we got to you know, close down because uh, you can't get to it. So yeah. I tell people the yeah. funny part about the flood and our maintenance guy, um, anymore he waits for the water to get up so high and then he'll take his John boat in to take the ceiling fans and stuff out downstairs. <laughs> he, he said it's easier than going up down a ladder, you know, 30 or 40 times. So he just floats in there. I mean, we got her down pat pretty good right now. So we've done it enough. But. That's a true definition of working smarter, not harder. That's for yes, sure. <laughs> yeah. We got forks that lift the tables up, put them in semis. So yeah, the manual labor days are, pretty much far and few anymore so that's good yeah i asked you about the watching the water and stuff because i know like say if i was in your shoes just knowing how i i think i'd probably look at that thing more than i do the stock market or the football game scores <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, well like i said uh, we had a we got second highest in history and that year it kept us on our edge because uh there's a lot of people wondering if the levees would be able to hold it and so forth. And uh, a lot of seep water on the opposite side of the levee. So uh, a lot of sandbagging that year. So, but we're very fortunate when those incidents do happen, our friends will come down and usually help us clean the downstairs out and um, sandbag if we need it. We can put a shout out on Facebook and usually get people down there to sandbag if we need it. So uh, we've been, like I said, we've been very blessed over it. No. I'd say so. And like you said, the, the, the community there that you guys have built, like with the Vandy's Motel, like I think you guys have a true community there. Because like whenever I, I come mm -hmm. there, I it, it, you kind of feel like you're going to a, a friend's place, you know, even yes. one of the times I've gone there just to eat, like when I wasn't playing or something. It, it has a good home-like feeling and it's beautiful on the inside and outside. And the service is next to none and the food is great. Yeah, we uh, we take pride in our food. Uh, we're people don't realize it, but uh, 
most about everything we got is freshly made. And what I mean by that is not frozen even. Our steaks are hand cut. We've become well known for our hand cut seasoned ribeyes or prime rib. One of our specialties is our fried mushrooms. I'll be honest with you, Scott, I don't even go mushroom hunting anymore. No bugs <laughs> or anything tastes just like them. So we sell a lot of those and our fillets, you can cut them with a butter knife. We sell very high quality meat there and mm -hmm. uh, we're proud of what we do. Uh, my uh, co-partner, uh, Eric, he, he does a lot of the cooking and heat on the steaks and he cuts most all the steaks himself. So he takes a lot of pride in the quality of the meat we serve. Um, besides, you know, steaks, we got buffalo, catfish, fritters. Another one of the house favorites is black and catfish, um, you know, made in cast iron pan with their special black and seasoning on it. Um, we have lobster mac and cheese, frog legs. How many places can get frog legs? So, I mean, we we offer it all, and people, we just ask people to realize, you know, that um, when they come there to eat, it's a dining experience. You know, you're not going to be in and out 15, 20 minutes, you know. Um, you know, they're going to, everything's hanging, you know, all steaks are hand cut, you know, that everything's made fresh. So, um, People seem to enjoy, especially uh, we get a lot of people Springfield, Quincy, make that hour drive with another couple, come down, enjoy a meal, have some cocktails, and, and then they go home and tell their neighbors about it. So it's been really good to see <laughs> yeah. that. That's good. It's funny you mentioned the uh, fried mushrooms because that's one of my like all-time favorite things. So every, <laughs> every time I play, usually I have my mom run up and order me some to take with me whenever I'm on my way home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to remember that Sunday. Maybe I try to get some down there Sunday for you. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward, look, looking forward to Sunday show and Saturday night. And right now until Memorial Day, we just do Saturday evenings and Sunday afternoons. Uh, this Saturday evening, we have a new city roads, uh, which are a very well known band. And mm -hmm. then, of course, we too. got East Sunday. So we got a big uh, Memorial Day weekend lined up, too. Uh, we got, you, you guys uh, have that, on Memorial Day weekend? Uh, Memorial Day weekend, we start off. That's when we start having Saturday afternoon bands, too. So we start off with Geezer that weekend. And if you're a local, you know Geezer. They, oh, yeah. Well, they call them that, but, boy, they put on a good show. You know, play some good old music, mm -hmm. you know, 60s, 70s music. So uh, they're a pretty good hit down there. Saturday night, we got the Devin oh, Clemens yeah. Band, and they're going to bring a crowd. Uh, then it looks like on great. Uh, Sunday afternoon, we got the American Standard, and, boy, they really picked up the pace. They're a uh, hot band right now. Uh, American Standard is. So yes, we got them. I've been keeping an eye on them. We got them Sunday afternoon, and then Sunday night we got Josh Holland being. Um, we've had him before. Yep. He goes over real well. Um, so, mm -hmm. and then on Monday, uh, what we do is picnic on the patio on Monday on uh, Memorial Day because we're oh. closed upstairs. So we have like steak sandwiches, different things, you know, downstairs. But we got the hearsay band on uh monday memorial oh, yeah. day so uh yeah we get five bands in in three days and uh, <laughs> it's always a good time memorial day weekend fourth of july and 
Labor Day weekend. We get a lot of people coming in town for the weekend. Uh, I got good friends from the Ozarks that comes up about every holiday and they bring a crew with them and big boats with them. So it's always a good time and uh, look forward to it. So uh, besides those bands, only some other big names we got coming. Well, last weekend, uh, we had Lick Creek and Scott, that was one heck of a show. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen them, you need to get out and see them. Uh, unfortunately, we won't have them again this year. They'll definitely be back next year. So uh, we had them last weekend and, of course, Spunky Bottom Girls. But we got Brushville coming up this summer a couple times. Captain Geach, a hot band from the mm -hmm. Illinois-Iowa border called Staggered. We've had them there before. Oh, yeah. They're going to be here a couple times this year. Uh, some local bands, Broken Strings from over around Pittsfield. A lot of the old antidote yep. guys, they put on a good show. Uh, Tanglefoot, John yep. Evans is the band he's in. We got them a couple of times. Great band. Uh, one of the bands that I always look forward to, we had them first time last year. I'm very impressed with them is Champagne Fix out of St. Louis. So oh, yeah. They yeah. put on. I, I, I know uh, one of the guys. Not yeah, they put on a really good show last year, and I got them coming back this year. I think it's around Labor Day when I think it might be around Labor Day weekend or, uh, yeah, 9 4 when they're here. So, uh, and that's always a good show, too. So, uh, no, a lot of low on Saturday afternoons. Uh, we have some smaller bands sometimes, three piece bands. And uh, I tell you, uh, I really enjoy some of them because they put on good shows on mm -hmm. Saturday afternoons. And um, Sunday's always a fun day at the hotel. Uh, I agree. It just seemed like everyone wants to get out on Sunday. So uh, we're looking forward to a good summer down there and seeing good artists like you. We, you know, I, I enjoy listening to good music and. Um, I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in to be able to enjoy it like I do. Oh, and we're grateful on our end for folks like you that help us be able to go out and play shows and give us that platform and that area to go and do what we love, you know, instead of singing to the walls, you yeah. know, which you, that only gets so fun so often. But and like you, you said, know, just running through that list. Oh, go ahead. Um, you know, as far as you on bands anymore, uh, it's hard to find new young bands, you know, out there anymore. You know, it's it's really tough. We we try to pride ourselves in bringing the best talent that you can find to the Botel, and we try to reach out St. Louis, Iowa, Peoria area to you know get some of the top bands from there. We want to be known as the place you go. You might not know the band, but it's gonna be good. So uh, we've been very fortunate to find some of these bands, but. Believe me, I spend a lot of time on the internet and, you know, trying to find these because it's hard. There's not a lot of young kids out there, young adults that's getting into the music. Mm -hmm. So I know I, I've noticed a drop off too myself, yeah. but it, it's just like anything. Everything goes in phases. The next thing you know, you'll have 60 of them messaging you saying, hey, Charlie, we, we can yeah. get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I like I said, they're the same ones, you know, it's not. They're not young people out there getting into it like a uh, like there used to be. It seems like now maybe everything right. goes in cycles, and maybe a pick back up. Maybe all it's going to take is someone like you to make it big from the area to spark that interest again. 
that's what I'm hoping to do. And uh, I'm hoping that people can like, we're actually with Midwest Avenue, we're starting, uh, we've always, I mean, as an artist these days, you want to try to build your online presence as much as you can, because that's really where the world's going right now. And mm. so over the coming months, you'll see us, we're going to be expanding our online presence, not just, hey, go check out our newest single. Like, you're going to get to know me and the other guys more than you've ever known. Uh, and we're, we got some projects in place that are going to be weekly things. So we'll have the, the band, you know, and the shows are the main thing. But there will be all these other elements on the outside that are going to be able to focus and redirect, hopefully, folks back into us and hopefully uh, keeping uh, just basically trying to create a community with our band to be able to to build our following, you know. And Scott, that's what it takes. And, and, you know, it's more than just getting up on stage and singing or more than just opening the doors to a restaurant. You got to promote yourself. You got to mm -hmm. work with your friends to help promote them and so forth. And when I seen that you was doing this, I thought, that's what it takes. That's how you get your face yeah. out there. That's how, you know, you get your name out there. And it's not, uh, you know, you can play at shows and young people might remember your name. However, mm -hmm. the ones that go buy your music are the ones that's going to listen to it on the Internet or go to the shows and see it. So uh, I, I respect what you're doing. I think it's a great thing. Just add to it. You know, go live Sunday when you're down at the hotel. Have, them, have yeah. someone record your show live on there. Well, actually, some of the part of the, I mean, we, we have video recordings from last year and uh, we're doing some this year as well. We record the whole thing, um, but it's going to be part of a project that's uh, going to be start airing weekly on uh, on Facebook. So uh, it'll be some like of us like setting up some banter and then the actual show and it'll be seen in different areas and we have different things that'll be specific for Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. I mean, we're going to go hit the full spectrum, but offer different things for each platform. So that way that if you're following us on Twitter, you're seeing us just repost the same stuff, same stuff. And then you get numb to it that you're not going to look at it, but they'll be like, okay, they're doing this on Twitter. So I'm going to check it out. But on Facebook, they're not going to worry about it. Um, but yeah, that's just, and one of the things too, is like you mentioned a lot of the bands that are playing, and I, and I myself, like, I, I want to push out anybody that's doing good stuff. I want to push it out there to people that may not even know what they're doing, you know, or to help emphasize on what they're doing to try to build their brand as well. Because a lot of like, I think some folks view, like, say, the music business or, or it could be even the restaurant business or any business, really. Like, there's only so many spots available for everybody. And there's enough to go around for everybody. And that's why I want to try to be as giving as I can with any platform that I have. Even if it's just one person's going to, I say, if I'm like, hey, right now, go check out Lit Creek's latest album that is fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I can get one person that has not heard of them to go check them out, I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. Or hey, Hey, I forgot to tell you, Scott. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I got you. 
Okay, well, I thought you was talking and didn't look like I was hearing anything. So uh, I want to oh. mention, if you haven't seen yet, that we started a new tradition this year at our summer concert series on Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. And on Sunday afternoon before, before the show, we open with the national anthem. So it's either up to the band whether they want to sing it or I have a nice house recording I could play if they don't. But uh, you know, yep. that's one thing we're proud of down at Vandy's Hotel is that uh, we're proud to be Americans, you know. I mean, sometimes times get rough, but uh, no matter how bad you think you got it, you look back in history and there's people who had a lot worse off than us. But uh, we're proud to be American, and I think it's a way of bringing people together. Uh, so that's something we're doing this year. So be thinking about that, whether or not you want to sing it or, or if you want me to play it. But. I'll tell you this. I saw that, and I'm like, that is a genius idea. I love the idea. But for this Sunday, I may let you run the house recording on it, but next time I'm going to learn that because the last thing I want to do, I've never been asked to yeah. sing it. I can sing along whenever I hear it, but once, you, once it's you doing it, yeah. if you mess that up one time, it doesn't matter if one person notices it; they'll remember that forever. Because hey, knowing me, well, I probably miss a lot. <laughs> and Maddie from Lick Creek done an excellent job on it, and oh. you know they probably got as good a response from that as all night long. You know, people. You know, people are proud to be American. And, you know, if you know what goes on the rest of the world, you know, no matter. Like I said, sometimes seem like we get dumped on, but we're still very lucky people here. So uh, us at Vandy's Motel, we fly the flag high, you know, we stand and pay our respects because uh, we love America, Vandy's Motel. So. I agree. And I love that concept. And like you said, there is a lot of pride. And sometimes it's not, I guess, projected on a nationwide scale until something catastrophic happens. Um, then we all band together and it's like, okay, yeah, we are all in this boat together and we are proud to be here and proud to be Americans. And I agree with you. I think implementing that standard across the board is, I, I just, I think it's a wonderful idea and it just goes back to show the community you have there and just the respect and the pride you have in what you do to be able to take time away from what all we got going on here to pay respect to the country that, we're all fortunate to be in. Yeah, and uh, I just, uh, I'm just so happy that, you know, we are able to do this. I mean, as you get older in life, you start thinking about balancing the scales a little bit, you know, because we all done some stuff we're not too proud of in early days. And, uh, you know, <laughs> giving back, you start thinking about giving back, you know, being nice to your neighbor, you know, doing things that you probably should have been doing all along. And you want to set yep. up good examples, uh, not only for like your grandkids, but for those young adults that are working there, you know, set that example for them and help show them, you know, what life's all about. Because uh, that's all we're about, you know, the Andy's Motel, life is good on the river. You know, we work hard, but we like to enjoy our weekends. So that's kind of been our model. <laughs> so we're hey, open Thursday through Sunday. So. You know, come down and see us anytime. I love God. I love that. And you are so right in that. 
And it is about giving back. And, and you're right. The older you get, the more that you want to give back. And like people always ask me, like, what's your like big life goal? You know, I mean, obviously I wanted to see my family happy, healthy and all that good stuff. But I can't control that. Um, but I hope to do everything I can just to give them that opportunity. But like my big goal is to be able to make enough money to where I can. Well, I mean, everybody's supposed to make a lot of money. You know, that's just the name of the capitalist world. But I want to be able to pay, make enough money to where it won't affect me too much uh, with my own life, but to have enough to be able to pay for my hometown's uh, winter electric bill. Like, I know it's a silly deal. I don't know. But to do that during Christmas time, that, that, that's that's my goal. And once I get that, then my next goal will be something else. I don't know. Be crazier than that. <laughs> It's always, it always feels so good to give back, you know, to the community. Yes. Yeah, because my, my hometown area has given me so much and has supported me. Um, you know, being from a small town, you know, uh, sometimes, even if you're in the city, you know, like you even place limits on yourself mentally or just, you know, I'm from a small town. I'm just going to do this for the rest of my life, you know. So I want to be able to be like, you know, to be somebody that maybe, you know, 15, 20 years down the road to be like, you know, this guy did it. Why can't I, you know, and for them to be able yeah. to reach out to you and help. I, I, always, I always try to give advice on people that are trying to do anything. that's uh, kind of outside of the box and whether it be music or in the healthcare field. I just want to see people do good because there's a lot of good people that helped me along the way that really didn't have to, you know. I tell people, I say, <laughs> when you used a kid, you always remember uh, maybe it's one of your dad's friends or something that would come out and may shake your hand firmly or, you know, buy you a soda or just, you know, call you Mr. You know, Evans or something. And you always remember those people. I think that's what you strive to be, what everyone strives to be is that person that's being, that's remembered, you know, after they're gone. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, we've been very, you know, blessed and, uh, Got a lot of gray hair there. That's credited to my daughter Mallory. Everyone knows Mallory. So, I say she's um, she's in the chat box. I didn't know if you saw what she said. I was gonna yeah, give her a shout seen out. that. <laughs> so, I knew she had to get. She abuses her dad, you know. Probably, you know, later in uh, life she get charged for that. it. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, we're we're we really enjoy ourselves down the hotel. And we enjoy seeing people, being around good people, and um, we're very fortunate. I hear you there. Well, we got a question here from Larry Ford. He said, "Ask him why they call him a legend." Is this a, is there a story behind that? <laughs> well, there is a kind of story behind that. Uh, I don't know. A few years ago, me and my one of my best friends are having beers and. I said, hey, uh, Kenny, I said, uh, I got something new I'm going to do. And I said, hey, it's going to work. Goes, What's that, Charlie? I said, well, in six months, I have people call me the legend. Oh, bullshit. And I said, no, I said, I haven't called me legend in six months. Well, this is in the fall, one fall, about time we was getting ready to shut down for the season. So, um, make long story short at christmas time we used to always well we my daughter gave me the gray hair used to have a pre-christmas eve party at our place of course uh, 
Um, that year, I just happened to buy, have these shirts made up that says, Daughter of the Legend, I party with the legend, you know, things like that. <laughs> and it just kind of oh, took off from there. But it's out of respect for um, a gentleman, one of my best friends growing up, his dad, um, Speedy Palmer. And um, these call him the legend. He, um, paratrooper, uh, go glove boxer. I think they said he's he played basketball against the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, quite he was a true legend, and out of respect wow. to him, that's why I done it. But yeah, it's you know, everything I do, there's a story behind. So, <laughs> and like now, I, said, I like to talk, so yeah, yeah that. that so, <laughs> That's great. And then to top it off to have the t-shirts made, that is genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you have to ask Mallory why she never wears hers. Yeah, I, I will. I, she, she better still be watching after, after giving you grief. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever, uh, let's kind of go back to what the, the last year was like when I, with COVID-19 hitting the whole playing it basically and all that stuff did how did you guys like I, i'm sure you were like most of us in the beginning this wasn't going to affect much it was going to be gone in a couple weeks and then here we go you know and they went, were in it for a year you know things are way looser now thank god um than they were mm -hmm. but uh how was that time for you for you all there uh well it was uh it was an emotional time um Right about time it started, um, we got shut down. Then we went right into a flood. And I don't, I don't know exactly how many days, but it was over 100-some days we were closed. Um, then we first backing up, uh, me and Nancy and Eric, you know, Eric's a farmer. Me and Nancy both work. So uh, we never really relied on the restaurant you know, for our, to live off of. So it was very fortunate there. However, we wanted to keep our employees working because they're not only employees, they're friends. So we made the decision to stay open. Um, all they were was CDC guidelines and uh, unless the county or the health department imposed something different, there wasn't anything they could do. And uh, we did get checked out very regularly during that time. We did not have no incidents during the whole time. Um, Springfield instituted policies and restrictions. So what ended up happening, we started getting people trickling down for Springfield, hearing about us being open and being able mm -hmm. to come in, you know, no matter policy. And they come down, enjoy a good meal go back, tell their friends, and um, it turned out really good for us. Uh, lately, on Friday and Saturday nights especially, we highly encourage uh, reservations for dining because we've been having people staying, waiting on tables. And uh, with the bar, the dining area and the bar area upstairs, we seat about 270 people. So, right. um, you know, that's a lot of people in there, you know. But, yes, sir. Uh, I we, we kept our employees working 
during the whole time and some of it was cleaning some of it was you know painting whatever we done a lot of deep cleaning and stuff so uh we was very fortunate and it was very fortunate our employees stuck with us um mm -hmm. it's you know labor's a tough situation right now but um Ooh, we're yeah. like i said we're blessed to have good employees and i tell them hey go find more good employees like you you're the best one to find me good employees so uh, yes. We're always looking for good employees. Yeah. I tell you what, that's cool. I, I didn't know that you guys had to close for that long. That, that was a long time, I bet. I yes, it was. And, you know, uh, trials and tribulation, but you just got to hang in there and keep plugging along. And, you know, uh, like I said, it's uh, we business has been really good for us, you know, all um, winter and all summer. So, um we have big events sometime um, on the days we're closed. You know, we might have like a feed meeting, seed sales meetings, Christmas parties and stuff. So um, seems like um, those have really picked up a lot lately too. So um, like I said, business has been good at Andy's Motel and we owe it all to our great staff there. Yeah, we got some good leaders in the house and um, everyone steps up and does their job and um we're very fortunate i'd, I'd say so and that that to, to make it through what was 2020 and to do it and yeah. the way you guys did like that was that was great because a lot of people didn't make it through unfortunately and uh but hopefully all this is behind us and we're all ready to go full throttle and get back to living life and enjoying it on the river right yeah, I, I mean, I feel sorry for the people that didn't make it through because, like I said, if if we was dependent on it for our livelihood, you know, we we wouldn't be able to make it. You know, and you know, we're just fortunate that um, we all had jobs and other income to get by on. And like I said, a lot of small businesses, you know, had to close and probably won't reopen. So um, mm -hmm. I feel sorry for them and I wish them all the best. I agree. And uh, to circle back on what you said with uh, you guys, how many seats do you guys have up front? How many people do you hold up there up top? Uh, I think and with the I, dining area and the bar is around yeah. 270, 275. Yeah, so. I meant to ask you that in the very beginning because I, I was always curious. Mm. I knew it was a lot, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget on, let's see, last holiday, Mother's Day, I think we did. Uh, buffet on, we do buffet on Easter, Mother's Day, and Father's Day. That that's the only thing you get upstairs that day because uh, we have so many people go through. And I think on Mother's right. Day is over eight hundred and fifty people that you know went through. So wow, uh, you know that, that incorporates a lot of the towns there in Scott County, and we have people like I said come from Springfield. We get a lot of Green County yeah. support, you know, down yeah. there. Uh, Beardstown, Triopia, Pike County's really good to us, and uh, we're very fortunate. We live in a nice rural community where, you know, uh, people might not get out every night, but when they go out, they want to, you know, have a good meal and have a good time, so. Yeah, and like you said, there's the, the options there. I mean, to go somewhere to eat, have some drinks, and catch some good live music, and your schedule, I mean, you got, like, some great bands on there, like you said, on there, and like you got Captain Geach, always a great time, and 
Brushville, one of the best live shows going, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, great original music for them, too. And Lit Creek, I've seen them guys multiple times. Super great. And you got old Tanglefoot coming in there. Them guys are killing it, too. Oh, Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're amazing artists, you know, the way mm -hmm. they they play those guitars and stuff. And, yes. Uh, yeah, that staggered. They're a very good band. Yeah. Josh Holland, I don't know. If, if you haven't seen him, people, look him up, YouTube. Uh, got some great yeah. music out there. He can do anything from country to Metallica songs. And um, mm -hmm. he he's a big hit. I think he's been here a couple of times, been a big hit every time he's been here. So, but, yeah, but I think Stagger, uh, they. I think the Stagger uh, last year, I uh, they played one of the times they played after I did like an acoustic set. I stuck around listening to them, and like you yeah. said, they are phenomenal. Yeah, they're this year they're playing at the lakes and uh, the Ozarks, and they're getting out more. And uh, a lot of the bands we have, you know, uh, you know, it's a good place for them to play at the Botel. Like I said, we're a destination spot. So I met a lot of the venue and bar owners there that comes there, you know, to check us out, just yep. like we do other places. And yeah. I met them, and then I see the bands be playing there. So uh, it's a good place to for bands to play to get exposure, you know. And oh, so yeah. Forth, so. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's always a great time, I tell you. And like I said, I'll go ahead and uh, I guess we'll wrap this up. I don't want to waste too much of your time. I'm sure you got some work to do and different things. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I know well, that yeah. I speak on the other behalf of all the other bands and artists you booked there, man. We appreciate the opportunity and and just how much effort you put into finding your acts and stuff. And we're lucky and fortunate enough to be a part of that. Well, I want to thank you, first of all, Scott, for having me on here tonight. And secondly, for I think you're down two or three times this summer. So yep. you always draw a good crowd down there, Midwest Avenue. We we enjoy having them, good music, good time in the afternoon. So, uh, but thank you again for having me on here. Uh, yeah. Look forward to a great summer and music. And hopefully things are a little bit more normal this year and people can get out and start enjoying life like it's meant to be. So. Thank you again, Scott, for having me, and definitely see you Sunday. And if I don't forget, yep. maybe some fried mushrooms. <laughs> All right. Remind me, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> and one quick thing: where can people find the schedule uh, to find out who's going to be coming up at Bandy's Motel? Okay, um, they can get on it. Uh, either Charlie Evans of Andy's Motel, go to events page, or they can go to. If Andy's Botel, the business page, and under the events, uh, come down one weekend. I got the schedule posted on the wall. People can take a picture on your phone. You have it with you all the time, and there's probably some pictures of it on the Facebook pages too. All so. right, well, good deal. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to let the people listening and everything to hear this on the podcast, the audio version that comes out the following this next week. Um, so that way they can kind of know if they want to come and check it out, they'd never have. So, uh, Charlie, again, okay. I appreciate your time, man. And uh, I'll see you on Sunday, brother. Scott, thank you so much. God bless. God bless you, brother. We'll see you on Sunday. Uh -huh. Sounds good. Take care, my friend. You as well.